I just started recording with that sound. Hi, John. Oh, hi. How are you doing today? Fine. Today we're practicing our podcast. Are you excited? Yep. So excited. You have so many things to say. Nope. No? Podcast ends. (laughs) (laughs) It ended pretty quickly, didn't it? Yeah. So one of the things I read about uh, in looking at podcasts was that it's a very good idea to... Like just talk for a little while, and then eventually okay. we'll get we'll agree on a beginning, and then the beginning will be the beginning. Okay. And then we just keep going until one of us dies. Night night forever. Night night forever. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know you're excited about night night forever, but we should probably try this first. Okay. Then night night forever. Yeah, and then night night forever. You can't just keep stealing jokes from impractical jokers. We gotta get new jokes. I wasn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you can't go night night right now because we're going to talk about stuff. Okay. We're going to talk about personal things today in our new podcast. First, tell the people what the name of our podcast is. Up to and including death. What? That sounds like a pretty aggressive title. What does it mean? It's all things death. All things death. There's Up children right outside the door, just talking away. That's excellent. We can't kill them, though. No. No. And so we're practicing our ambient noise. We might have to do this in the middle of the night. Probably. Yeah, it's going to be important to to have the silence. Mm-hmm. Probably have a dog whimpering now that she's been kennel trained. Yes. Yeah. So it's a really great way to make you talk to me. And hopefully more than monosyllabic things. No. <laughs> you know that when you scratch your jeans, it, it comes up on the computer, right? No. No? Okay. Up to and including death yes. is a podcast that we have invented with our minds and our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> and it is very special because of why? Why is it so special, John? I don't know. Is it really special? I think it's special. Why are we doing a marital podcast? Podcast? To force me to talk to you? No, that's not not what we agreed on before we started recording. To force you to watch all the stupid horror movies that I like? As if I don't like them too? Well, you haven't watched some of the stupid ones yet. I've watched a lot of stupid Killer clowns from outer space. Okay, I've seen that before many times. We have watched it together. I know. Also, I haven't made you watch Birdemic yet. Oh, you haven't watched Arachnia yet. Oh, that is never going to happen. Yeah, it should. Wait, no? It needs to. No, no, no. I think we're going to have to get to, like, premium sponsorship on... It has an immediate post-plane crash lesbian bath scene. You know, I... <laughs> while I do find that titillating I think that I might have to pass on the spiders I don't know we'll have to see spider so we got to tell the people what this podcast is about is about one big spider should be this is our arachnophobia podcast starring Trish and John and one big spider no no there's probably lots of spiders in the house they're asleep because it's now spring yeah and they crawl into your mouth no (laughs) (laughs) so the premise of the podcast is to read horror books and to watch horror movies and, and horror TV series and horror TV series and to talk about them 
And so on this, our very special, not even first episode, this is episode zero. Yes. It might not, you know, reach the light of day. It's probably not for human consumption. Well, to any humans that are consuming this particular episode, hello. I'm very glad you're here. And I appreciate the thousand dollars that you gave us <laughs> in exchange. No, no, maybe not a thousand. What should be the uh, the the premium rate to access our special deleted content? Um, love and adoration. Love and adoration, I can get behind. Uh-huh. Yeah, or fear. Mm. Spiders. No spiders. No, that will give you zero. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just remembering uh-huh. the episode of IJ where Q convinces someone to take spider eggs, which is just the most remarkable thing. Come on! Spider eggs. So, I thought we'd begin this episode zero with a short discussion of what really drew us into horror and what is the scariest thing that we remember, the scariest movie or television show or something from our childhoods. Well, I started because my mom enjoyed horror movies. Girls don't like horror movies. <laughs> no, not usually. <laughs> no? No, but we started watching horror movies when I was about five years old. Okay, five. Do you want to close the door that the dog just came in? So, yeah. uh, listeners, if you're here, and if I haven't edited this out, which the podcasting book I just read did say we are supposed to edit this kind of stuff out... Uh, that is the dog that we are currently kennel training, but we did not put her in a kennel for this, so we'll have to remember to do that. So, five years old. I think late at night podcasting will work out the best, especially with horror subjects. Yeah, very spooky, especially because we have to still sit in the closet. Maybe we'll have EVPs on the podcast. Ghosts. But we're not supposed to have too much vocal fry. And ghosts are like the most vocal fry of all vocal fry. But they'd be worth it. Would they? But I mean, but then you're like, uh, excuse me, you have vocal fry in this podcast. I don't want to listen. Oh. This is me making fun of a listener that we do not have. We love oh. you, listeners. Tell me more. So, five years old, your mom liked, liked scary things. Do you remember the first one? No, I do not remember the first one. I remember really loving Friday the 13th. Okay. Might have been because of the boobs, but probably <gasps> not. What? There's boobs in these kinds of movies? Yes. I don't know about this, John. Lots of them. Okay. But I just really took a shine to horror movies. Get it? Shine? Like the shiny? Yeah. When I was five, I saw the movie Blade Runner. Horror movie? Okay. Hear me out. I have four brothers, three of which are older than me, one younger, and so any scary movie that the brothers watched, I watched too. So we did all kinds of stuff, X-Files and Fire in the Sky, that was pretty scary, but like... That's a true story. Okay, we'll get to that. Well, that'll be like episode 15, will be Fire in the Sky, rewatch. But, so, um, but what really scared me as a child was Blade Runner, and here's why I think it's a horror movie, right? There is a person whose dreams and memories are all implanted and so she lives her life as if she's real drawing back on some like major memories as her foundation not realizing that those are all fake 
That is the most horrifying thing that as five-year-old Trish ever could conceive of. And so I spent much of my youth trying to figure out whether or not I was a replicant. And so I figured it out. I was very clever. I'm a very clever lady, you know, as you, as you know, Dr. Trish after all. So, um, we'll have to explain that at the podcast at some point, but not, that can be like a fifth episode thing. Anyway, so I spent many years of my life trying to think, okay, I can't prove, this was my thought process at the time. That's why I had to become a philosopher. I said, I can't prove that any of my memories are real because they could be implanted by the evil people or whatever. What I can say is that this memory right now is real that I'm creating as I'm thinking about it. And so this thought process, that's real. And I'm going to use this memory as my, as my basis for every other memory after that. So that's how I know I'm a real person. And then what happens an hour later? What's wrong with that? Well, it's their memories and they could be tainted already. Yeah. So it could have been, (laughs) you screamed that, but yeah, exactly. So like that memory that I created saying that this is going to be my memory, my foundational memory could have been the evil guys trying to make me think about that. Guarantee you that you have memories that are not true. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Happens to everybody. Yeah. What, what do you think your memory that's untrue is? I don't know. They're all real. I quote, remember the, uh, fall of the Berlin wall. But I would have only been three. It's like so very. No, you don't. But I see. I just had this like really recollection of watching it on a small television screen. Because people told you what you were doing. Yeah, or maybe when I was ten, I watched a like a thing on a small television screen about the fall of the Berlin Wall, and I just kind of like thought it was my memory. I know my memories are real because I don't remember anything. <laughs> so how do you? So if you have no memories, then how do? How is anything real? It's all just a collection of horror movies. Oh, exactly. That's all my memories are. So I did also, you know, we all have our our trauma horror movies, right? So you have your ones that you remember. And so one of the things that we were going to talk about today was our trauma horror movies. Mm -hmm. And so I just talked about my my mental trauma. I have another one I'm going to bring up. But I wanted to hear what your horrifying thing, your horrifying trauma that you're going to inflict upon me later on is. Oh, it's the fear. The fear. I have only oh, watched it once. It's so creepy, guys. And it's the only film that ever bothered me. And I was, like, in my early 20s when I had seen it. <laughs> I thought you were a kid. No, no. In your early 20s. Yes. No, no horror movie from my childhood ever bothered me. I always had a fear of things, like... Get it? Fear? Yes. Not so much the... The killer movies, because I always felt I could take them. Mm-hmm. They have an out. Yeah. But aliens and demons, there's no fighting back to those. There's no weakness. There's no There's no way around it. What but about the human spirit? The human spirit is weak. Yeah, but like that's how you kill demons <laughs> and aliens, is like the, you know, I got ingenuity I and a glass of water. No. No? I don't think so. Even though that the glass of water alien... That freaked me the hell out when... Uh, he signs? Was, <sighs> Swing away, baby. When he was walking down that alleyway in the news footage. See, that'll get me. An alien will get me. A realistic alien will get me. They literally will get you. But yeah. that's for future They episodes. may already have, have. I don't know. Oh, that would explain so much. It might be those memories that I don't have anymore because they were all erased by the men in black. So, and speaking of aliens that might get you, 
my big fear growing up, besides the fact that I might be a replicant and all my memories could be implanted and my family wouldn't be real, my real family, was from the invasion of the body snatchers. Oh, I haven't seen that one since I was probably five or six. Yeah, I was about five or six as well. So it must have been one hell of a weekend with my family <laughs> watching. <laughs> or these are all implanted memories. Maybe, maybe. The invasion of the body snatchers, what I was afraid of there, I wasn't afraid of being a replacement pod person. What I was afraid of was one of those egg pod things hatching in my room and sending its little jellyfish tendrils into my eyes and nose and mouth and ears. And so I spent a lot of my youth sleeping with my hands covering every hole on my face. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> when I think of the pod people, it reminds me of an episode of Saved by the Bell. Yeah. That's not a word. I mean... Oh, the episode with Jesse addicted to caffeine pills is pretty scary. Are you so excited? I just can't hide it. No. Um, there is... What's the name of the wonderful podcast that you love that is related to Saved by the Bell? We can give it a plug. Oh, Zach to the Future. Zach to the Future. Yeah, with Mark Paul Gosler and, and Dashiell Driscoll. And he actually... When you think about it, uh, Saved by the Bell is a horror movie from the perspective of every female character in yeah. the film, he's in the a, show. He's a tad rapey. He's a tad, a tad. And then you never see the women again. That happens a lot. Zach Morris's Trash, I believe, is that short uh, YouTube series. Is that the same fellow that has the podcast? Yes. Yeah. 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 You never see them again. None of these women ever make it. No, not even Kelly's little sister. Really? You'd think a character that close to some one of the main characters would be acknowledged again, but after she had a crush on Zach, she disappeared. She wasn't even in the wedding? No. no, well, she's never mentioned again. Wow, she's like the, the older brother on Happy Days. So that is, I think, a nugget of uh, of this podcast is going to have to be exploring the horror of the everyday. Oh yeah, in which we have these everyday things that are scary. And I think I probably... <laughs> It'll be more towards you. Yeah, probably towards me. I'm the one in the in the relationship that has more of a, um, a high-strung nature. Yeah. But I think there's things in I'm me not... that are scary. Just that wooden mannequin guy in the fear. That's it? That's it. I'm afraid of mannequins that come to life and show <laughs> you every fear you've ever had. <laughs> I honestly am very afraid of watching this movie. Uh, it's going to take a few weeks. I don't know. Maybe if we get some listenership that, you know, it can encourage me to watch this video. I'm just afraid it's going to make me look like a wuss now. A wuss? Yeah, because I was so scared of it, and I only watched it once. Now I'll rewatch it, and it'll be the lamest horror movie ever. Yeah. And then... Maybe. It could be. Or maybe we'll have to not watch this podcast anymore, or, or, or maybe we'll have to not record this podcast anymore. Because the demon will know where we are, and we'll have to go into hiding and only have podcasts about nice things. Well, you're going to talk about all your fears, and then the wooden mannequin will know your fears and come get you. I mean, I've got a lot of them. I can <laughs> list them out. He would just get too busy. You no. Know, he wouldn't be able to be He's very just... effective. He's like, this is such a long list. He's like, can I just have a beer, <sighs> and then you'll take him to the basement and show him the beer. Yeah, and he'd be like, what are you afraid of? I'm like, being stuck in a tube. <laughs> It's like, that's way too specific. You know, there's some people that the only way that they can ex achieve sexual gratification is being stuck in a tube. 
That's horrifying. It's called Vor. No thanks. Get it? Vor? Horror? Oh. You know. I don't want to delve into being stuck in a tube. You really don't want to find out that that's your thing if it's also the thing that makes you very scared. Yeah. Ejaculate big panic attack? That could get messy. <laughs> Especially if you're stuck in a tube. Yeah. <laughs> Just ah. kind of stay in there. I guess it depends on how you well, are in maybe, the tube. Maybe it'll help you get out of the tube. It'll, Unless you're wearing pants, and then you're up. just going to be in wet pants. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not with the wet pants, then. I'd just rather not get stuck in a tube. So now we have to decide, at this stage in the podcast, what is going to be our first movie. I don't know. We discussed at the original uh, concept that we would read a Stephen King book and then watch a movie and then we would read another Stephen King book and watch another movie and look at the history of it and then uh, you had a very good point about that yeah I may not have the time to read a Stephen King book every week yeah and (laughs) I can't imagine why what are you so busy for I don't know maybe because we have four kids and I work full time and I'll be starting school full time in the fall so you're starting school in the fall and you've uh, got a full time job yes and four children Yes. What else is happening that might make us really busy? You have demanding wife. Almost. Almost wife. Almost Definitely wife. demanding. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely demanding. I don't think I'm that demanding. I mean... Okay. Okay, but I would say the house is very clean. Yes. Yeah, and, I'm not complaining. And very organized I'm and repainted. And... Just say my Stephen King time is limited. Okay, but you didn't have it before you met me. No, I did not. You had zero Stephen King I had time. zero Stephen King You time. had like three Stephen King books that were yes. hidden away. Yes. <laughs> like some dark secret. They were a dark secret. And now where are your Stephen King books? Out on display. Right Out on display. But we always have time to fit in a movie or a TV show. Yeah. Again, as, you, as we were saying, the original idea behind the podcast was to read a book. And because I started reading Stephen King and I read Carrie. And so we thought, oh, I could read a book. I could read one of the books. And then uh, and then we could watch the movie that it's based on. And we could discuss like our own experience with it. But that sometimes might be really fun. Yeah. But sometimes not work out. Well, maybe we could break it up so it's not constantly Stephen King movies. Maybe we could start with Carrie. Mm-hmm. Kind of where the whole idea started. Yeah. And then maybe run the gamut of like do a Stephen King movie next week to a B movie. Yeah. Next week to a classic. Or sometimes it's an episode like a, of Supernatural. Yeah. Or a big hit block. Well, there's not too many blockbuster horror movies, but yeah. we could delve into sections so it's not the same thing every week. I think it'll be important to, to sometimes do things one of us has seen and sometimes yeah. do things we both have seen and sometimes do things we've neither seen. Yeah. And we can do Shutter Week. We can yeah. do... I got... So many DVDs. We could have a week where we watch seven seven movies from Shudder, and at the end of the week record the podcast about the movies we watched. All seven. All seven. It could be seven nights in hell. Okay. Or maybe it should be seven nights until death. Oh, and then night night forever. (laughs) No, no, it's up to and including. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you you missed out on the big thing. What's happening that's going to make us really busy in a couple months? Oh, getting married? Getting married. Is that what you're referring that's to? That's what I was referring to. Yeah, I think that's happening sometime soon. Oh, I do. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we'll see if the uh, death part comes up to <laughs> or including it. 
<laughs> yeah, you don't have that life insurance policy on me yet. So no, no, so but you are uh, a recipient of mine, so. Oh, that's news you probably shouldn't have shared. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not very much. It's just for my accident policy. So it has to be an accident. It has to be an accident and huh. very hard to prove. Did you know that for most life insurance, suicide is covered, but you just have to have gotten the policy at least two years before the plan? Oh. This is not insurance advice, but because you can't buy the policy with the intention of killing yourself, and the idea is that it would take two years, I guess, to work up the courage to do so. Huh. Well, I'm, I don't know. I'm not well-versed in the... Yeah. The mind of suicide. So. I mean, I think it would be a lot easier to make it look like a murder. No, I don't know. I've listened to a lot of true crime podcasts, and yeah. it doesn't seem like that ever works out. To make a suicide look like a murder? Oh, I was thinking the other way around. Oh, yeah. To make a murder look like a suicide. I don't know. You hear about uh, that a lot of time. If the, if, the, if the person that died was murdered by someone that had a lot of money, then they might have been accidentally killed themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Loki has entered the room. He's very cute, everybody. He's very orange. So, okay. So we have our podcast idea. Yes. Up to and including death. What does that mean to you, John? What does that mean to me? Yeah. Well, it's our, our relationship together. Yeah. We'll be together until we die. And maybe a little in bit after. death, too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That just means we have to die together or this podcast name will be a fallacy. <laughs> and you know how I feel about logical fallacies. Yes, but I'm going to die first because I'm no, old. If you do, then I'm going to I'm gonna just like take you and mummify you like that one guy did in Florida. And I'm going to just have you next to me in bed and like put paper mache all over your face. Oh, my God. Because your beard will keep growing. So it'll be more and more luxurious no, every day. Your hair doesn't keep growing. It keeps, it's going to keep growing. So it it's going to be like beautiful. It. It's going to be really nice. No. There's a very eloquent description in the movie, um, or in the movie, in the book that I just read. What was the one? Salem's Lot uh, by Stephen King. In which the doctor is describing uh, what a child should look like if he'd been in the ground for two weeks. And he says, oh, his hair and nails would have kept growing. Like, Stephen King, that's not true, but he wrote that a long time ago. So we it, can... Well, it looks like your hair and fingernails keep growing because your skin retracts. Yes. So it looks like you have fresh nails and skin when you're just exposing the under skin nails and hair. Today at a hair salon... Which I was at for multiple reasons, some some wedding related. The main hairdresser told me that she kept saying that they only do natural nails. We just do natural nails here. And she kept saying it like it meant something to me. It means they don't stick plastic on your fingers. Okay, now you say that, but the thing is they don't usually stick plastic on your fingers when they do your nails. They'll do like an acrylic, which is not plastic, is it? Yes. Acrylic is plastic? It is? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a different substance. I have these little fancy machines that'll actually tell you all the world's knowledge. Well, you're using a fancy out. machine during our first ever podcast? Yes. <laughs> Let's see what the definition of acrylic is. Okay. That's a tree. It's polymethyl metal crylate, also known as acrylic, acrylic glass, or plexiglass. Mm. Did you want to tell the people what your day day job is? It's an 
a shatter-resistant alternative to glass. Ha! So it's plastic glass. It's plexiglass. So do you think that anything in acrylic is the same kind of thing? I guess it kind of makes sense because the idea is that it's really hard to break an acrylic nail. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why they call it natural because... Well, it was just a paint... No, she was referring to natural nails in the sense that they don't do acrylic, that they They only... They just paint your nails. They just paint your nails, but... She could have said regular. Natural sounds so much more fancy. It does, but it doesn't sound like you would actually paint the nail. It's like you're vegan. You've got vegan nails, no plastic. They do have vegan nail polish. I know. I, I could have guessed. cruelty free. I could have guessed. You know, the people just heard you scratching your arm. I know, but we're just talking about fingernails. <laughs> Maybe polish. this is what our podcast is going to be. It's just the fingernail nail polish podcast. Oh, no. I thought this would get edited out. No? Okay. Well, now it's definitely going to stay in. <laughs> so, who do you think our, our viewership is going to be? Who do you think our audience is going to be for this? Um, well, probably horror fans. Good. Do you think like there's a, a, a subset of horror fans or just horror fans in general? Well, like, maybe the, the odd couples that actually enjoy watching horror movies together. Nice. Yes. I didn't know that happened. You didn't know that happened to me? No, oh, I mean... Oh, honey, that... it's us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I didn't think lady, ladies don't like horror movies. That is just patently false. Except for my mom. <laughs> I always say guys look for people that remind them of their mother. <laughs> That's the first time you've ever said that I reminded you of your mom. Because you never did until I realized that you're the only ladies I know that watch horror movies. Except for all my friends that we watch horror movies with. Oh, that's with. right. <laughs> so your friends remind me of my mom. <laughs> but you can only marry one of us. Oh, okay. Where are you well, going? You're the only one that's single. Oh. I'm the only one that's single. That's true. That, I don't know what you're doing. He, so John was just making some shapes and movements with his arms that were very confusing. But I think he just wanted to put his phone up. Yeah. So we're probably going to have to not record him in the closet. Yeah. He's probably I, very uncomfortable. A chair would be better. My leg's falling asleep. Yeah. And, I mean, we could probably do it on the bed. Hi-yo, hi-yo. Mm-hmm. Because the uh, bed is, is uh, upholstered. Yeah, it should be fine. Yeah, and then the wall there is got book. It's we've got books, we've got upholstery, we've got closets, and we have a rugged floor. Everything's fine. Yeah, and this I've got. I set this up so that it's only recording in the front, so we could just I guess put it between us in the bed and just have an intimate experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I like this plan. It's a good plan. Even if no one ever hears this particular podcast, I'm just going to listen yeah, to it over and over and over again. <laughs> This is the uh, Trisha Stalking John podcast. I have infiltrated his home and put myself as a very important figure. Have you figured it out? Have you figured out my plans? Apparently, but you shouldn't be putting it all to to tape. No? No. I'm the one editing this. Maybe I'm going to make it sound like like you said that. Like your plan was this. Good good luck. Oh. (laughs) Because I did not infiltrate my own home. I, mean, I was already here. I I guess, but really, is it yours anymore, or is it ours? Oh, it's ours now. Yay! <laughs> After you infiltrated it. After I infiltrated it, it made you paint every room, and did major renovations to it. 
um, and throughout most of your stuff, but added a lot of books yeah. and movies. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a pretty good, you know, that's exchange. Yeah. I did add cats as well. Yes. And rugs. Yes. I already had cats. Yeah, but no I added rugs. more. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with five cats. I think that's a reasonable number of cats. Probably isn't, but <laughs> they're cats. They're cats. They're great. Some of them live upstairs. Some of them live downstairs. I'm sure some of them are in the in the walls. Isn't there a movie called like Space Cats or something? That's a horror movie. Space Cats. It's like sexy thinking... cats from outer space. I thought you were talking about laser cats from Saturday Night Live. No, but we let, that could be our, a special edition. Sexy cats from outer space. No, it's like a thing with cats and they're ladies. Cat it's a Broadway alien? musical? No. no, it's not Cats, the musical. I have no idea. Well, all this and more you have to look forward to on our new podcast, Up to and Including Death. <laughs> you tell that was correct. I couldn't tell if you wanted me to say it. <laughs> so, before we end the show, I wanted to, to stop with... Uh, what, well, hold up. Before we end the show... I would like to take a visit to Brewer's Corner, where brewers huh? brewers brew about brewing. Yeah, it's an odd coincidence that my last name is Brewer, yeah. and I make beer. Yes. It's in my blood, probably. My last name is Gross, and I make... make gross? Yeah. <laughs> and when I'm a gross brewer... Oh, no, I'll make IPAs. Only IPAs. You can't hyphenate hyphenate an adjective last name. People keep asking me if I'm gonna if I'm gonna hyphenate. You can't hyphenate an adjective last name. No, especially when that last name is gross. If it was like happy or delicious or something. But no, Patricia Gross Brewer. I will keep gross, but it will be my middle name. Yes. So when anybody says, that's gross, and you can yeah. say, gross is my middle name. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we can have a gross corner when we watching uh, when we watch the next episode. Well, when we watch Carrie, there's definitely going to be some gross stuff about pillows. Or and... Dead Alive. Yes. Dead Alive is gross. <laughs> it's gross. And you might see here a little kitty jingle. It's Loki saying hello to everybody. Um, so Brewer's Brew Brew Corner, where he brews about brewing. Yes, and once we record this at night, I can yeah. be drinking a beer yeah and throw it in at the end what is your piece of advice for the home brewer starting out the home oh, keep everything clean don't allow contamination you'll never get anybody sick but it'll be gross <laughs> out out damn spots <laughs> must stop all contamination uh, yes <laughs> That's, there seems to be a lot of, uh, of overlap then with brewing and horror movies then. You know, you got to stay clean, keep out the contamination. Yeah, you're in a zombie movie when you're making beer. Yeah, you don't want to get bit. No. Don't put your blood in there. Don't under-ferment. Nope. You're going to have bottle bombs. Ooh. I've what's done a, that twice. What's a bottle bomb? Can you explain it to the people? Um... Well, I had broken a hydrometer, so I couldn't take my uh, specific gravity measurements. And I was like, oh, it's been in there enough. It's probably done. And it wasn't done. So when you bottle an under-fermented beer and you add the sugar for carbonation, it will turn your bottles into bombs, literal bombs. And it is very scary. That sounds like it was probably very loud. 
It was, and it was shards of thick glass flying through the air. How long did not it, fun. How long did it take for that to happen? Not long. Just a few days. And how did your many children feel about that? Well, they were in the basement, so I had to take all the bottles. The bottles, not the children. <laughs> yeah. No, what I had to do was take all of the bottles. Luckily, I had them in boxes, but I covered them in a very large towel, and I carried them outside, and luckily, it was freezing outside, which will stop any further fermentation to happen. So they end up stopped in stasis. So you hope the ones that are already to bomb stage have exploded. Uh-huh. And then for the rest of them, I had to carefully open every single one of them outside in the freezing cold. <laughs> Were you able to salvage any of this? No. <laughs> nope. 48 bottles of beer dumped onto the side of the house. And how long did it take you to get to that stage? How long it had been in the secondary? Um, I don't even remember. Two months? I, I, I was. It was very early on in my brewing. I might not have even been using secondary at the time because oh, you wow. don't technically have to. And uh, I was just getting started, so I didn't use secondary brewing or secondary fermentation. So it sounds like a rookie mistake that can also happen to yes. the most seasoned veterans sometimes. They if make you a don't mistake. measure your beer. Measurements are very important. Measurements and cleanliness. So that was Brewer's Brew Corner. We're working on the title. <laughs> yeah, it could just be, doesn't need a title. It could just be no? talk about beer at the end. Yeah, we could talk about beer at the end. Something fun, something light. Right? Tonight I had a couple of seltzers. Yeah. We could even have a of a beer that references the movie that we just watched. That would be interesting. Like for Carrie, you could drink a blood orange. <laughs> or a dirty pillow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think there's a beer called a dirty pillow. No, but there should be. Maybe I'll make one. Ooh. What would a dirty pillow, what would a dirty pillow be? It would have to be a milk stout. <laughs> seems logical that's a really good point um and so this is our you know maybe i will edit this and put this i don't know we'll see we'll see how this looks uh when i'm playing around with it 35 minutes is yeah. where we're at um i don't know how long the actual episodes are going to be uh so why don't we end with a little sneak preview of our next episode which we're probably going to try to record in the next couple days um oh. and we'll probably be carrie I think that's a good idea. So I think uh, we we should both mention what we remember about it and what we're most excited to experience together oh, about it. What I remember about it is the shower scene, mm-hmm. which everybody yelling, plug it up and throwing tampons at somebody. Yeah. Like the mind of Stephen King. Mm. Who would have ever thought of that? Yeah. Not I. I was very shocked upon, I just read it. I, so I I watched Carrie a long, long time ago. I've also seen Carrie 2, which was... I think I had seen that, but that would have been another one. It was fantastic. Um, <laughs> but I, upon reading it, I remember reading um, articles and, about Stephen King as, as a younger lass in which um, he talks about not knowing as much about women as he thought he did. But the shower scene, you know, that's something that really struck me when he talks about this girl not knowing things about her body and people figuring it out. And so, you know, this poor woman that was uh, so sheltered that she didn't know really what a period was. 
She didn't know what tampons were for or maxi pads, but she was using them because she thought people were supposed to. Um, so I felt that while some of it was a little, of course, it's a horror movie, so it's a bit, you know, do, is this relevant or what would this happen? But you can really see some young bitches just being bitches to someone that's a little bit different that clearly has something else going on. So I'm looking forward to watching the movie. Yeah, because I don't think I have seen the movie in at least 20 years. Mm. Yeah, so that should be... I, I remember it, but I'm really getting my mind mixed up with Shelley Duvall and The Shining. Um, and when I think of Carrie... Is it Shelley uh, Duvall and Carrie? No. No, that was... It's um, just another very thin brunette, yes? Uh, no, uh, Sissy Spacek. Sissy Spacek. Yes. So it is someone well-known, but not... Like, Shelley Duvall never did much after... Yeah, she was driven insane. Sissy Spacek did albums yeah after she did the coal miner's daughter movie oh that's sissy spacek oh she's so good that movie's awesome yes but i'm realizing thinking back on these there's not a whole lot of horror movies that i've revisited yeah like i watched them once when they came out and then i just besides the friday the 13th and like nightmare on elm street series maybe the exorcist and mm -hmm. the shining yeah i was one and done on most of them so it'd be cool to Rewatch these. Tramp around. Yeah, because I remember liking them, but yeah. I should appreciate them more now that I'm an adult and not a six-year-old. Well, I think <laughs> I have the suspicion that this is going to be one of these movies where you watch it and there's going to be part of you that says, this has been done, but it, it, you're going to think that because of the influence of this particular movie has and this particular book has had on the horror genre. So I'm yeah. looking forward to that as well. Yeah, I mean the only thing I only things I remember are the huge standouts, the bucket of blood and the yeah. period in the shower. Other than that, it's a lot of it it's mixed together with me for having just read the book. And so now I'm kind of wondering like I've seen the movie and the bucket of blood and the shower scene really struck me less so. I think it's because by the time I went to school we didn't do showers together. Oh. We just were stinky. Oh. We did showers together, but I think the fact is that when I watched that, I had no idea what a period was either. Really? Um, six, seven years old. When oh, wow. I watched it yeah. Like, like, this is insanity. <laughs> Should I tell my first period story in the podcast? <laughs> no. Maybe that, that'll be for next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that... Uh, we should, that's a pretty good conclusion for this week. We're looking forward to Carrie uh, for our pod, our first podcast. This is podcast zero. So if you're listening to this, you're very special yeah. and we love you. And the the website is up but empty. And, and empty. And what is the name of that website? Up to and including death.com. Nice. And where can people talk to us on social media? So far, we got Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And what are our handles there? They are all at up to and id with the number two up so, to an id with the number two so up yep. the number two and id did you do up based upon being in the up no that's a happy coincidence oh i just thought did did you just realize it yourself i just did <laughs> up and id up two and i do Oh, I didn't think of that either. Oh, it's so beautiful. I'm a poet and I didn't know it. Oh, well, everybody, thank you for listening and stay safe out there. I don't know. Maybe that could be our call off. Maybe yeah. we should just make out furiously, feverishly. Or stay scared. Stay scared. Stay married. <laughs> Bye.
The intro and outro of our podcast is Fire and Ice Rock Mix by Stefan Kartenberg. Copyright 2017. Licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike license. Thank you, Stefan.